A black glove killer is killing off people left and right while you're on vacation in Italy. You witness one of the murders and are dragged into an investigation but something's nagging you. Some little detail of that murder just doesn't quite sit right with you. What's more, you're sure that if you have enough time to figure out that little detail then maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to help solve the case. With your nerves being shot, you find solace in a J&B on the rocks and the maestro Ennio Morricone providing the score to your every move. When you finally unmask the killer, you are maybe left a little more confused than you were when the whole thing started. All the bespoke labels like Arrow Video, Screen Factory, Vinegar Syndrome, Synapse, Blue Underground are releasing 2 and 4K restorations of movies in this little subgenre called Jallo. And you've tried to get into it a few times and to be honest, you pick a movie, you sit down, you start watching it, the dubbing puts you off, you know it kind of looks good but you have not a fucking clue what's going on and when the killer's revealed at the end, you're like, oh yeah, him, ofs. You are amongst a lot of people here who have tried and failed to get into Jallo. And to be honest, it's not that difficult, you just need to know what movies to start with and guess what, I've got your back. I'm Duncan McLeish and this is where to begin with Giallo. Hi everyone and welcome to Where To Begin With. This is a spin-off of the podcast Under The Stairs. I'm your host Duncan McLeish, welcome to the show. If you're checking out this show that means you are listening to the Teapots Collective feed. You need to hit subscribe on that whatever device or podcatcher you're using to make sure that you will always get these shows as and when they drop and also get access to other content that I'm doing on the side, a little bit of on the side action for the podcast fans out there. I'm currently recording Doing the Nasty, which is a Video Nasty exclusive podcast, Chronicle podcast, which looks at European horror cinema only, and Opera Omnia, which discusses with a guest the entire filmography of a chosen director season on season. Uh, season 1 currently looking at Ben Wheatley. This idea spun off um, something that happens quite a lot on podcasts under the stairs. Inevitably people jump onto the Facebook group page or send me a private message or an email and they'll ask me specific questions. Can you recommend a movie that is X or Y or Z? I get that often and what I've found is that I start kind of going down a bit of a rabbit hole asking questions specifically well what kind of movie do you like or you know have you ever come across this director have you ever come across that one and these conversations spiral out and the horror community as such and horror fans in general a lot of the reliance on finding films comes more prominently through word of mouth than it does necessarily through publications or 
you know, going down and buying film books that critique the genres to the nth degree. Most of the time, if you have a friend who has a similar movie taste as you, or and nowadays, if you listen to a podcast where you kind of like what the host reviews, then you're going to take what they suggest and run with it. And that's kind of what Where to Start With has been birthed out of, is that I regularly get asked, and it's because I'm a massive fan of the subgenre of Jallo cinema, I regularly get asked by people if I can recommend a movie that they should watch within it, or they've never watched it before and they want to know where to start or they've tried that a couple of times but the titles they sat and watched just didn't resonate with them and can I give some recommendations and it got me thinking it got me thinking that maybe this could be a fun little exercise on the side now if you listen to podcasts under the stairs what I do over there is I do a thing called movie club and once a month I recommend a movie and I ask you listeners to go away and review said movie and let me know your thoughts on it and then we do a kind of follow-up show where we read out your reviews and it's a ton of fun, I really enjoy doing it certain titles get a lot of participation, certain titles don't and that's just the way the cookie crumbles not everyone is going to be interested in what movies I pick and in the last year or so I've kind of focused on areas of the world most recently I've started looking at Hammer Horror Productions and suggesting titles that follow a kind of lineage along there of their movies and it made me think I never really get a chance to go in the weeds so to speak into the nitty gritty and suggest movies that I think you should check out and what I get asked a lot and like I said earlier it's because I'm a huge fan is about Jallo and I'm the first one to admit it is a goofy, weird, strange little subgenre where you have to accept a lot of barriers to really get into it but I will tell you this ladies and gents when you get into it oh my god you are awash with some of the most visually stunning incredibly maddening movies you will ever see in your entire life. So, when coming up with an idea of what we could do as a little spin-off that would be interactive with the listeners, the kind of cogs slowly creaked into gear and what I came away with was this idea of doing a kind of season-to-season show called Where to Start With. And the whole premise is that each season we will pick a subgenre or a director or, a, you know, a specific style um, it could be a composer, there's multitudes of different angles we could go down on this one, um, but we would run a series of movies, and I thought, what better place to start than with Jallo, the one that I get asked the most about. So, we're going to run a 10 episode series of Where to Start With in Season 1, and we're going to do it on Jallo. So, you're going to get one of these a month, every single month, until the end of the year, where we are going to sit down and we're going to tackle a Jallo movie. Now, I want this to be interactive. So, in between the episodes, I want you to go away and check out the movies that I suggest is coming up next. And I want your thoughts in advance of me doing the full review. You see what I'm doing? And it's going to start right here. This is the introduction episode. Next week, and I know I'm not giving you a lot of time at all, and to be honest with you, it's realistically going to be on the second movie selection before we get your thoughts in on the first movie. But next week, we're going to launch episode number one proper. 
and it's going to take us through a journey and we're going to follow that journey right through. We're going to speak about a bit of what's happening in the movie. We're going to contextualise when the movies are coming out and the themes that follow through. And Jalo like slasher movies, like psychological horror movies, like J-horror, there are threads and strands of influences that start kind of tearing the genre apart, so to speak, and they go down many different avenues. And that's kind of what we're going to do. We're going to identify them. And if there's a particular strand you really like, then if it's F. Jallo, for example, we're going to give you a list of movies you could go out and start checking down that avenue. If you are into more of the traditional style of Jallo, we're going to do them as well. The purpose of this is going to be to cover some of the ones which you will have heard of before or maybe even seen before, because I ain't going to be breaking like a ton of new ground on this one, but I'm also going to pick from the obscure ranges in here as well to show you really cool examples of different styles. Now, it's worth saying right at the start here that not all Jallo is really horror. A lot of it kind of exists in this world of the kind of murder mystery thriller. And the argument has been put forward many times that they're not horror movies at all. And I'm not going to argue against that. Just like I'm not going to argue that all Jallos are horror movies either. Jallo is to me a subgenre in and of itself. And whether it exists within horror or where it exists within thriller that is by the by it is what it is and if you're listening to this it's because you're wanting to try and get a foothold into this specific sub-genre so before we announce the first movie and then um, leave you a week to go and find it like i say realistically it's going to be longer than a week but we'll say a week to go and find it it's probably worth just giving you a bit of context to what a Jallo actually is. So, in the kind of fascist era of Italy, there were lots of paperback books that people could buy, and those paperback books were coloured depending on the genre they kind of evoked. And the kind of murder mystery uh, pulp novels of the time were coloured yellow. So if you picked up a yellow coloured novel, you were picking up something kind of akin to something like Agatha Christie. Um, and in the kind of 60s, cinema started really taking off in Italy because we were kind of coming at that post-fascist, post-Mussolini era and people were like, you know what, let's start doing things. We are the sexiest country on the planet. This is the cultural centre of the world. Let's start putting it on screen and you start getting a ton of different genres flying out and people started doing these murder mysteries. Uh, specifically Mario Bava kind of give them uh, a, a, an air of legitimacy in the mid-60s. And they have various success, you know, they, they do fairly well. Mario Bava is a grossly underappreciated director for the most part. He's getting his dues now, and to be honest, we are several decades too late for that. But at the time he was putting them out, he wasn't exactly setting the world on fire until 1970, where one of his prodigies, um, a little guy called Dario Argento, um, does his first giallo, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Now remember that name, because we're coming back to it. Uh, the Bird with the Crystal Plumage is a international success and puts Argento on the map. It becomes so much of an international success and such a shock for Italian cinema that within months of it being released, 
every studio and every director really worth their salt does a giallo in Italy and the the scene is flooded with them and their popularity lasts about four years and then they continue on past that but they never really reach those dizzying heights. I mean, anecdotally, there are stories of being able to walk down, you know, the streets of Rome and go into any cinema and there would be a giallo different from the cinema down the road that was playing a giallo all released in the same week. That, that many titles, that many options. As a result of that many options, though, most of them are kind of weak clones and pretenders to the throne of Bird with the Crystal Plumage. And it's because Argento very, very quickly articulates a formula, a kind of modus operandi of where these movies should be structured and what you should expect. Now, he's playing off and riffing on things that Mario Bava does himself. If you watch uh, Blood and Black Lace, for example, we're getting Black Glove Killer, Trench Coat, you know, a variety of gruesome murders, usually against women. And, you know, there's there's a lot of the kind of templates you use colour, they use the cinematography, that is, I mean, it's even fucking set in the fashion industry, which will be a theme, you know, high fashion um, and couture living is at the centre of Jello because, to be honest, that was Italy of the time. And like I say, the big directors all take a stab at it. The big genre directors of Italy, anyway, all take a stab at it. And we go in many, many different directions. We grim them heavily in realism. And then we start experimenting with the the, the kind of the paranormal in these movies and branching them out. Our general kind of simplifies things with Bird with the Crystal Plumage and sets out a very kind of easy, clear template of what you can expect. And to be honest with you, it's kind of riffing on Bava, who is riffing on Hitchcock. And as a result, you get this familiar, yet at the same time, slightly twisted, askew version of what Bava was doing. And there are fairly simple rules to this. A giallo is a murder mystery. It usually... Not always, but most certainly entails someone witnessing a murder or someone being surrounded by friends, family or, you know, in the vicinity of death. These people are picked off. In Argento's realm, it's usually someone visiting Italy. So an outsider, someone not from the town is visiting and will witness a murder and get dragged into the police investigation and kind of start running their own mini-investigation, either being recruited directly by the police or inserting themselves into the investigation. Quite regularly, there's something about the murder that our protagonist just can't quite put his finger on. There's one element or one detail that he knows if he just kind of works this out, then the, the case will be solved. And that's what we do in the movies. We follow them trying to solve the mystery as the killer is killing off other people. And it's this kind of race to see who can stop who. Will our killer finally take out our protagonist? Or will our protagonist manage to put the pieces together in time to stop the killer? The killer usually is represented on the screen wearing black gloves. We never see their face for obvious reasons. They sometimes wear trench coats. I mean, that's a thing. We usually see them killing through POV and the traditional weapon is a straight razor, although that morphs pretty quickly when these movies become hella violent. 
Um, it's usually stabbing, it's not like gunshots, it's usually up close and personal uh, with kind of penetration of a weapon into someone. You will usually see that it becomes more prominent and almost cliche um, the later we get into a bottle of J&B. Now, there are very many rumours as to why that is. There was kind of seen as a stylish drink at the time, but it's probably a kind of tongue-in-cheek reference to the fact that the label of J&B is actually yellow with red writing on it. Yellow label, jalo, jalo meaning yellow. So, I mean, there's kind of like a little kind of wink-wink, nudge-nudge um, hint in there. On top of all that as well, our killer's kind of modus operandi, I've used that before, well, let's use it again because it makes me sound clever, but their motivations for the crime are usually explained at the end. And for the most part, if you're watching Argento, it's to do with some sort of childhood trauma that has re-manifested. Now, you could argue this is maybe like the influence of Hitchcock and Psycho, the, the idea that Norman Bates is the product of his environment as opposed to always being crazy. And that's kind of what they do in Jallo as well. There's usually a protracted explanation at the end of the movie as to why the killer did what they did. That's kind of the template. That's kind of your understanding. That's kind of what you're getting into. They're shot silently for the most part during the late 60s and early 70s. Um, in fact, actually right through the 70s and then overdubbed afterwards, which puts a lot of people off this genre specifically. The dubbing is never great and it's never really tied up and it's just one of the many hurdles you will have to get over in order to enjoy what you're seeing on the screen. But if you can get past that, it starts to get really, really fun. Because you want to know what Jallo has that a lot of cinema at this time didn't have? It has expert cinematography. I mean, like, phenomenal cinematography. Some of the best cinematographers of the day were working on these movies. And then on top of that, incredible scores. We have Ennio Morricone scoring these. Um, we, we have Fabio Fritzi. Um, we have uh, Bruno Nicolai. We have Pino Danaggio. We have like a, a laundry list. Ritz Ortolioni. These, these names that are synonymous with so many incredible scores just start divvying out the odd, you know, soundtrack here and there to these Jalo movies at the time. And some of the director's names, we have Dario Argento, we have Mario Bava, we have even later day Lamberto, well, early Lamberto Bava, but later day Mario Bava helping Lamberto Bava. We have Lucio Fulci, Sergio Martino, Aldo Lado. We have so many names that we are going to get to as we work through this. Even the Masters of Sleaze, take a little run at it, which is kind of exciting, whether it is a Joe D'Amato or even an Umberto Lenzi. Some of the sleazier directors all have a crack at the whip on Jallo. It's an incredibly exciting and at times like so hella over the top subgenre that there's a lot to mine out here. And I'll be honest with you, as much as I love it, I've still seen plenty of them that feel like lesser-rate Scooby-Doo and you, you're just going to have to roll with that. Sometimes the explanation of the killer is tantamount to absolutely fucking patronising and ridiculous to the audience, but the, the journey to get there is the exciting part. The deaths are usually incredible 
and it, they are a ton of fun. So I'm assuming if you've got this far in the episode, it's because you are either a Jallo fan and you're just doing this for shits and giggles, or you've tried or never tried before with the genre, it's never been something you can take to, and you're hoping that working through this with a crowd of people, because that's what we're going to be doing, is the best way to do it. And I think it will be. The first movie I've selected is the obvious place to start. I think any list that is where to start with Jallo, or any episode of any show that has ever covered Jallo, if this isn't the first name that drops, there's something wrong, because it is like I mentioned earlier, kind of the definitive template of what a Jallo movie should be. The first movie I've selected is from 1978. It's from Dario Argento. It's his feature film debut and it's Bird with a Crystal Plumage. We are going to be discussing that in terms of a full review this time next week. Now, if you want to get a review in for this movie, please do. You can send it to tputzcollective at gmail.com. Send in your thoughts on the movie. You have a week to do it. Well, you technically don't have a week. You have six days to do it. Um, But I realistically know that that's a tall order. So what I'm going to say is, if you can, amazing. I'll read out some of the reviews on that show. If you don't have enough chance to do it, though, we will cover your thoughts on Bird with the Crystal Plumage on our second episode, our second movie review. And then that's how we'll run them always one behind so when we're on to talk about movie number two your reviews for movie number one will be there when we talk about movie number three your reviews for movie number two will be there and we'll work right through at the end of every season we'll do a kind of wrap-up episode where we'll sit down and go through the journey and talk about um your thoughts on it uh, as a kind of summation tip i'm really looking forward to this i hope you guys dig it as well. This is all about interactivity, it's about exploration in cinema and if at the end of this you find yourself a Jallo fan then I have done my job well. At the end of this, to be honest, if you tap out halfway through this or you get to the end and you're like actually at the end I've realised there is no subgenre I dislike more than Jallo then at least you gave it a shot and that is the main thing. Is everyone okay with that? I hope you are. I hope you're ready to start this with me. Now, this episode is dropping on Friday, the 6th of March. We will be coming back Friday, the 13th of March, to drop with you the first proper movie review of Where to Start with Jello. We are doing Bird with the Crystal Plumage from 1970. Now, if you are interested in getting involved with this series and you've seen Bird with the Crystal Plumage before are going to watch it in the interim you have until Thursday the 12th of March to get your review in failing that if you don't I will give you the date you can submit your reviews for the movie in between episodes 1 and episodes 2 this is all about interactivity it's all about participation and I'm really 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 excited to see where we go with this. I've already created a list of 10 movies that are going to take us through 2020 within the Jallo subgenre. Some of them are incredible works of cinema. Some of them are just plain fucking bonkers and that's the exciting part where I stand. Where to start with is a 
sideshow of podcasts under the stairs. As a proud member of the Teapots Collective, please make sure you subscribe to it so you never miss an episode and you also catch the other shows on the Teapots Collective. And you can also check me out on Podcasts Under the Stairs. The website is teapotscast.com and all the shows are listed there. Are you ready to start our journey? Join me in one week's time as we discuss movie number one of Where to Begin with Jallo. It's The Bird with the Crystal Plumage by Dario Argento from 1970. I'll speak to you all next week.